1: Hello, back with another episode. Very excited about this one because it's one of my favorites to do. We're doing yet another installment of Dear Soldier. If you don't know what this is, this is when you, the listeners, send in your problems, dilemmas, life situations, anything you want advice on to my email moodorvibe at gmail.com. We read it out on the podcast, I give my thoughts about it, and we try and learn from each other's experiences. This is fun for me because I get to see that I am not alone in my struggles, and I can uh, feel like I get a lot closer to you guys. Really feels good. One thing I do have to say, though, is that I'm a little bit nervous recording this because I am in an online class right now. My name could be called any second. I don't think it will be, but it could um so let's hope that doesn't happen because that will be very embarrassing for for us both I think. um anyways, what else can we say this week? I've been in quarantine yet again. I have spent more time inside in the new year than I have spent outside, so that's a little bit difficult for me, but that's ending soon. All is well. Um, And yeah, that's how we're feeling right now. Anyways, what else has happened in my life? Literally nothing. That's what happens when you sit inside. Um, Oh, sorry, an Instagram brand just reached out to me. Anyways, I've had big changes in my life literally in the past like two days that we'll get into on a later episode. Um, but for now, let's get into your emails to me. I think we're going to do three today. I've picked out three that I really liked. Um, Let me see. This one was from a girl, I'm not going to read the first part of it because it has some of her personal information. I don't know if she wants that, but she's saying that she's 18 years old and from Latvia and which by the way, I love Latvia. I've been there like once, but I had a really fun time. Um... So she says, I'm 18 years old and I'm from Latvia, but I really want to move somewhere else to study in 2022. And as of right now, I'm thinking of Amsterdam. So because you've mentioned that you lived in Amsterdam, I would love if you gave some tips for living there. I'm mostly worried that it will be hard to find a reasonably priced place to live in and it will be hard to find friends. So please help me. Thank you. Have a great day. First of all, thank you, baby, for sending this. Um, The first part of your email was very, very nice and it made me... Every time you guys send me emails, you're so nice and I'm like so shocked by it. We get it. We've talked about this before. Maya has issues with compliments. It's hard. I don't think people like me. So when people are nice to me, I get very affected by it. But anyways, amazing question. It's always very... Um, scary to be moving to a new country, especially when you're 18. I'm guessing you'll be 18 or 19 when you move. I was 18 when I moved. Was I ready for it at all? Absolutely not. And I did spiral into a almost two-year-long depressive episode. But you know what? We came out on the other side and we're here now making a podcast. So <laughs> life really does get better. Anyways, let's not be sad about this because my time in Amsterdam, although I was heavily going through it mentally, I was having so much fun. And that's why Amsterdam to me is a beautiful, amazing place that I want to go back to because it's just something about that city. If you've ever been to Amsterdam, well, the first time I went to Amsterdam when I was like 15 or 16, I hated it. I was like, why do people like this city? it's just this, it's just that, it's just British tourists smoking weed everywhere, blah, 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 whatever. But I moved there and I was like, (laughs) this is kind of nice. So anyways, shout out Amsterdam. I love you. Love all my friends that are there. Hi guys. I know you're listening to this. Miss you. Hope to see you in Italy soon. Anyways. (sighs) the housing market in Amsterdam is quite literally hell on earth. The number one thing you can do is decide on your university right away and try and get at least for the first year student housing through them. I know it kind of sucks, but when you're in student housing, at least you have a place to live and you're living with a bunch of other people, which means that not only do you have a bed and a roof over your head, but you have a bunch of people in the same building that are kind of your age and doing the same thing. So that's a really easy way to also start getting into social groups because you're kind of all living together. So you kind of all end up knowing each other. That's number one, but that's also like, I never lived in student housing because it's also kind of disgusting and gross, but I know some people really enjoyed it. Another option in Amsterdam, which is not really an option for everyone because it's extremely expensive is the student hotel i know a lot of people really really liked the student hotel i never lived there i went to parties there though um but it's first of all in amsterdam there's two locations they're both really really expensive um and they also yeah, I know some people really loved it because they were like, yeah, I made a whole group of friends there. Like we all hung out all the time and they're like my forever uni friends. Or I know some people that didn't really like the people that they lived with and were just kind of like annoyed with living basically in a hotel room for a year. Cause that's what it is. It's, um, Like a hotel room and then you have a shared kitchen and like shared laundry area. So I know some people can get really anxious with the thought of kind of like living in such a small, it's a normally running hotel. Like there's hotel guests there on the other side of the building. So that's a decision that needs to be made. If you want to live in the city center, you are either going to live in a rat infested apartment building or in an apartment that you're spending upwards of a thousand euros a month. Um, unless you know the right people. But this is another issue here is that they renters don't like renting to first year international students. That's just how it is. There is this um, like idea of what international students are. They're just going to be fucking smoking weed inside the house. They're going to be annoying. They don't speak Dutch. Like There is that idea unless you get lucky. Um, but you never really know. So I would say, like, if you already know now that you want to move to Amsterdam, like, start fucking looking for places. Another option is to rent out a room in someone's house. That's possible. Um, But then again, you're, like, living in very close quarters with strangers right away. The whole thing is that there's a lot of options. There's also a lot of options to live outside the city and then either bike or take the metro into the university campus every day which that's another thing i technically i like decided to prioritize location over everything just because i am not a person that likes to commute very long distances um but yeah it's it's really difficult and I think the best advice I can give for finding a house in Amsterdam is to just start looking early. Don't leave it to the last minute and um, see what all your different options are. So whether it's student housing, student hotel, share like um, room in an apartment, shared apartment, studio apartment, whatever. And um, just kind of try and decide what would be your top choice and then go from there. But yeah, try out all of your options because it's worth it. Second of all, when it comes to friends, I am not good at making friends. As someone who now has a lot of friends in life, I'm not good at making friends. But um, that's a personal issue of mine. I think that, like we said in the beginning, I think that people don't like me. So I just assume that like people don't want to be friends with me. But in Amsterdam, when it comes to student life, go to the different events Do the the different things, like, just try and put yourself out there and things like that. Um, Try and be kind of a yes man. You can always leave early from places, you know what I mean? Um, But try going to, they do, like, the fucking borals for the different sections and Coco's Wednesday nights and all that kind of stuff. So just try going to those things. And over time, you'll kind of, like, mold a friend group around you. I weirdly enough like this I had kind of a different experience like a lot of my friends that I made were not international students and were actually Dutch like from Amsterdam and through that I kind of expanded a little bit of a friend group outside of the university group of people but. Yeah, just try and make friends. It's also fun. Like, I think that there's like also a misconception anywhere you go for uni. Like even now when I'm studying in Italy, there is this kind of divide between the international students and the students from the country. So in my case right now, it's the Italian students that they kind of group together. And that's like normal. Obviously, if you have a common language with people, you're going to get along with them better than the people that you don't have like your first language in common with. But yeah, put yourself out there. Try and make some Dutch friends. Try and, you know, indulge in the culture a little bit. Have some bitter ballen. Have some umstel beer. Like, try and just involve yourself in it. Because I think people also really appreciate that when you try and, and you know, integrate into a culture a little bit. Um, but overall, have fun. <laughs> and you're probably not going to live in your dream apartment when you first move there but i think there's that's kind of the experience of amsterdam where you're like oh my god there's a fucking mouse in my apartment but at least i get to live in amsterdam because amsterdam is a beautiful city um but again that was my experience with it Um, and i can only hope that everyone else enjoys themselves there um don't blame me if you don't okay That was my rant on how to find an apartment in Amsterdam. Thank you for listening. Should we go on to the next one? Because the next one is my fucking favorite email I've ever gotten. Because this email is quite literally like asking a dolphin to ride a bike. Is what sending this email was to me. Oh my god, the class ended. I need to leave. I need to leave. I need to leave. (laughs) Okay, class is over. I was not called on. Thank God. Okay, so here's the email. Hi, soldier, I need advice on a problem slash possible life change. I've been together with my boyfriend for two years, but I kind of know that I'm not happy and and this relationship will not work. And I think we both would be happier by ourselves with time. The problem here is that I'm not sure how I can be sure with the decision or how to do the actual breaking up part because this is my first relationship and I haven't done that before. Help, please, love you. Okay, love you. Thank you for (laughs) sharing this. This is very personal. Also, to be together with someone for two years, cannot relate. But I... The reason I say that this is like asking a dolphin to ride a bike is because you're asking a person who's never been in a relationship how to know if you should break up and how to break up with someone. The way I tell people I don't like them is by not messaging them back. So, <laughs> but let's try and let me see what I can pull out of my brain to answer this. My number one thought from this email. Is that if you already think that it's not working out, then I don't think I think that's all the confirmation you need that it's the right decision. I my other thing is I'm a little bit cheesy in this way, but I truly believe that like if you are meant to be someone with someone, you'll come back together somehow. Like I think that there is that kind of vibe in the world that um Even if you break up, you can find your way back to each other if it's meant to be. I also think I'm assuming you're quite young because I don't think I have like my age demographic for the podcast is like 15 to 25, 27 ish. So I'm assuming you're still young. So I think you should try dating other people. YOLO, who cares? Not who cares. I do care. Okay. But um, if you think that you can be happier by yourselves, try it out. And then after you've tried it out, maybe you realize, oh, we do belong together. Or you realize, oh, I actually do want to date other people. I think it's worth a try breaking up. Now, when it comes to the actual breaking up part, this is where I have nothing to give you, but if I were to put you in my sh- in my shoes in your sh- myself in your shoes, why was that so difficult for me to say? I would basically preface it with like, "How are you feeling about this?" Because I'm not feeling great about this. Lay it on the table and be like, "I think it's better for both of us if we break up." Obviously, here I don't know the specifics of why you really want to break up, other than you know, you feel you can you just feel like you aren't happy together. But I think you should just lay it out there, be as honest as possible. The thing is, is that no one has ever been shit talked really for being honest about their feelings. If you can just sit there and really lay it down and be as open as possible. You can be confident in yourself that you've done nothing wrong. And at the end of the day, the person might not like you afterwards, but as long as you are content with getting your feelings out there, then that's all that matters. I know that's like, this is like the like cold hearted side of me that like.
0: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves.
1: I don't know. I wouldn't know anything about that. But I think that there's this thing where like, of course you want the other person to also be happy, but no one is going to be happy being broken up with. You know what I mean? So I think you realize, like, I think you need to realize that you kind of need to be the bad guy by bringing it up and kind of be like the worst person or like the bad person in it by being like, I'm breaking up with you. But I think in the long run, not only is that a positive experience for you because you are being honest with yourself, but it's also an experience for the other person of experiencing that kind of rejection and that pain. I don't think rejection is the right word for me to use here, but you get what I mean. I think if you look at it in like the big picture idea, just rip the bandaid off. I think the worst thing, I think what's worse than breaking up is by you not being honest about how you're feeling in the relationship. I think that in the long run would hurt this person more or hurt your boyfriend more than you being honest and breaking up. Like imagine you have had these feelings for like a like. Say it's your third anniversary and for the past year you've been feeling like you should break up and you haven't and he gets to know that for the past year you've been willing to break up with him. That's going to hurt him more than now, uh, like, breaking up with him now. Does that make sense? It makes sense in my head and therefore I'm going to assume that it's making sense in everyone else's head. Thank you for sending in this message because it's also making me think about how, um, even in like situationships and stuff like that, to kind of be honest with people and how you're feeling and and what you like and what you don't like. I think that's really the um the lesson here for everyone is that in the long run, honesty is always the thing that will win. A little white lie is a different thing, you know what I mean? We can lie about little things, but a big thing like your feelings, let's not lie 2022 Let's not lie to people about our feelings. This also kind of goes, segues into our last email of the day. Sorry, let me take a sip of my coffee. Our last email of the day is... First of all, the header is Dear Soldier," kiss emoji, exclamation point. HELP in all caps, exclamation point. Amazing, amazing title. I love when you guys really get into it. Okay, let's read it. This one's a little bit longer. So, dear soldier, I really need your help. I'm simping hard over a boy who doesn't even know that I exist. He's two years older than me and lives in a nearby city. We don't have any shared friends, but we have one mutual on Instagram. And then the little fingers crossed emoji. He just seems so sweet and I'd love to get to know him. I don't have a lot of dating experience and I'm lost. What is the best way to get to know him? Should I slide into his DMs, swipe through Tinder waiting to find him and message him, or should I go see him play with his band and go talk to him there? First of all, butterflies in my stomach because he plays in a band. (sighs) All these options sound bad to me. The first one would boost his ego too much. The second one is okay, but it's on Tinder crying emoji. And the third one gives kind of stalker vibes. Do you have any other suggestions? And is it bad that I've stalked his whole Instagram and basically know everything about him? Dot 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 question mark. <laughs> Need help from the dating queen herself. I will invite you to our <laughs> I will invite you to our wedding if it works out. XOXO Lonely Gal 17 fucking iconic email first of all also thank you for the wedding invite i love weddings and i will show up if anyone invites me to their wedding i quite literally will show up because it combines my two favorite things wearing nice dresses and getting obliteratedly drunk in the name of love so thank you for that there's a lot to unpack here first of all two years older than you amazing age age ratio here um, lives in a nearby city don't know how nearby so that's a question mark and you have one mutual on Instagram which it's always sexy when there's only one mutual you know what I mean a couple mutuals is always just a little bit it's a little bit of a little ooh, like we could cross paths but we're not sure you know what I mean because I always get stressed out if I like go on a date with someone that I've like 15 mutual friends with because then if it doesn't work out and then everyone gets involved and then everyone is like like I hate dating in friend groups that's not my thing at all so I 100% support this decision and he's in a band so I first want to start with I 100% approve of this man to be in your life because you also said that he seems really sweet um First thing, if you not if you're not into the Tinder idea, let's not do the Tinder idea. We also don't even know if he's on Tinder, so it might just be a waste of time. So let's cross that out. My other thing is, do you guys already follow each other on Instagram? If you already follow each other on Instagram, then you're good to swipe up, because that means that he's like following you. There's an understanding there. Easy. And I don't think it would boost the ego too much because I think you just start by some guys, you need to just lay the seed. And by that, I mean, there's a lot of guys that like don't know if you're into them and because of that will not ask you out or will not like engage with you. So you need to plant the seed of being like, hey, I'm interested in you. I'm giving you permission to permission what the fuck are the words I'm using today but you know what I mean you just like let them know that you're interested and that will kind of give them the confidence to reciprocate what you're putting out there you know what I mean so I do think that a swipe up on a story or you know something like that is definitely worth it even like even just a question about his band if he, like, if he has, like, a show coming up, because you said that he was, um, if you should go just, like, see his band perform um, and talk to him there, I think sending, like, I'm guessing if he ha- his band is performing something, somewhere, he would promote it on Instagram or something. Just send a question asking, be like, I don't know what question you could ask about a band. Be like, oh, like, what time are you guys playing? Something like that planting the seed, being like, oh, I'm interested in your band. That's cool. And then show up to one of his shows and he knows who you are already. And then it's casual and then he can talk. We need to plant little seeds. But yeah, I think something that like, isn't too awkward to just like ask about the band or ask about when their next show is or something like that. Be like, oh. one could be like, if they just had a show that you didn't go to be like, oh, like, didn't know you had this show, would love to come to the next one. When is it? I kind of love this idea. Maybe I'm going to start using this on people, (laughs) writing down this in my notes app. Um, But it's just little things like that, that you can kind of, it doesn't give off stalker vibes in the sense of like, just showing up somewhere or anything, but it's just kind of like, I think showing interest, but instead of showing interest in him specifically, you're kind of showing interest in his band in the sense. So like, if it doesn't work out, you're just like, oh, but I liked his music all along. I hope you do like his music. There's nothing worse than a hot musician that makes bad music. Um, Third question here is, is it bad that I've stalked his whole Instagram and basically know everything about him? No. I mean, like, I, I go so deep that I know his mother's maiden name. You know what I mean? I've checked incognito mode LinkedIn. I check everything. LinkedIn is perfect. He, some, like, if he's a musician, he might not have a LinkedIn page, but his siblings and his parents definitely do. But remember, LinkedIn shows when you're looking at other people's profiles. So we stay low key on LinkedIn. Um, but yeah, overall, I think Insta is the best way to go because it's casual. And like you said, there's one mutual friend. What's the worst that's going to happen? You know what I mean? And I like the idea of you messaging on Instagram and then showing up and seeing him in person playing in his band, playing with his band. I like that concept. For me, like that feels comfortable. And who knows, he'll maybe even invite you to see his band play, which that is like the ultimate win. You know, ugh. I want to date a boy in a band. I'm really jealous. What the fuck? <laughs> I want that. But yeah, I think there's a there's a, a there's always reward in putting yourself out there, whether it be learning something new, meeting new people, or having to face rejection. Which I don't think is going to happen in, in this scenario because. I don't know. I just get a good vibe from this coupling. But um, you never lose something from putting yourself out there. And I think that's number one thing to think about. So just, you know, a little swipe up, ask about his band or ask about an upcoming show that they have or something, something that just feels really casual, but not too fangirl. Okay. We're not groupies. 2022, we are not groupies. Yes, we want to date men that make music, but not in the backstage kind of way. You know what I mean? Or maybe we do want to be groupies now that I'm thinking about it. Depends on who. Some people are worth being a groupie for. Some are definitely not. But you know what? We'll cross that bridge when we get there. That's my vibe. I think that overall... You can't lose here. You know what I mean? If you get a DM back, that's like a positive one. Then you just keep on going with the flow with that. Um, and I know that that can be like nerve wracking because you said you don't have a lot of dating experience, but this is what you need to do. Like when you don't have this dating experience, you just need to put yourself out there and try new things and meet new people. And I know that that fucking sucks to say, but that's the same thing with friends. Like you just need to put yourself out there and meet new people and, um, get over the kind of like scared vibes of what dating is, especially in this day and age. I know that dating is not easy. Um especially if you're not into the whole like modern hookup culture vibes, which, you know, I have kind of not been victim to, but I kind of take part in that because I don't see myself long-term dating anyone right now. But if you do see that, then always keep that in mind as well. Like don't lower your, your standards because you find someone attractive. Like don't, indulge in a hookup culture because you think the person is attractive even if you want to do the more traditional like dating route you know what I mean like don't compromise your values in that I think is an important thing to keep in mind when you are new to dating um, is to keep in mind what you want um, and if that person doesn't fit into it then that's kind of where you have to make a decision if it's worth it or not if you catch my drift I loved this email, actually. All the emails today that we read out have made me very um, thinking about my own life. But also, I think it's fun because it's like we all are kind of on the same path in life. And I love that. I love that for us. Sorry, my mic stops recording at 30 minutes. Anyways, today was really fun. Do I need to say more? I love doing these. I hope that you guys like do, like listening to these as well. Thank you to everyone who sent in things. Sorry that I can't do everyone's all the time. Um, but it really means the world to me. I still read everyone's. Um, and that just because I don't respond to you once doesn't mean you shouldn't resubmit for the next episode that we do. Um, but yeah, I really love doing this, guys. I think we should do Dear Soldiers more often. Um, But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know we kind of went all over the place. We went from living in Amsterdam to how to break up with someone to how to even start dating someone. It's kind of full circle. Wow. We really do go full circle with this, guys. I'm so happy. I get so like I'm smiling ear to fucking ear right now like you have no idea. Anyways, we're going to have the best Friday ever. We're going to not really party because of I don't I never heard of Omicron. I always want to say Omicron, but it's de- it's definitely not Omicron. I think it's Omicron. Anyways, stay safe. Let's not get sick um but let's still have a little tgif moment i'm gonna go put some makeup on i need to go film a sponsored TikTok today so that's fun for me and i also have an accounting class later today so wish me luck anyways i love you you are the best thank you again to everyone for always sending in emails supporting sharing sharing their stories like It makes me so happy that we have this little community building Um, and nothing makes me happier than seeing it grow. So if you like this episode, please rate it on Apple Podcasts, send it to your friends, tell them to listen to it. Um, What else can you do? You can share it on Instagram. You can share it on, I don't know, what other apps do people use? Twitter? I don't know. But anyways tag me in anything. My DMs are always open. Follow mood or vibe pod on Instagram. We post way more on there now every week when it comes to these new episodes. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to say thank you again. I love you. Have a great weekend. Let's be big baller girl bosses. And,
0: um, yeah, I love you. Bye.